listeners it's me b-boy bogus bryce and you just tuned in to the forever bogus podcast and my best friend oh man jamie my name's jamie thanks for having me that was very sweet of you thank you my friend that was very nice not a lot of people say nice things like that i'm actually gonna go suns out guns out on you oh wow you're looking good yeah i watched the uh tiger boss was it (laughs) tiger king Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm feeling like I want to go suns out, guns out on him, you know? Yes, dude. All you need is just uh, your eyebrow pierced with like a really big, heavy <laughs> ring that droops down your eye. Oh, That's all you man. Need. Speaking, of <laughs> speaking of eyebrow rings, you know, you add a, mm-hmm. you take an eyebrow ring, you add some spiked hair, you add some uh, UFO swishy pants. And you got yourself a mid to late 90s outfit that would pair perfectly (laughs) with one of my favorite video games, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. How's that? a segue. For a casual segue (laughs) into our topic of the day, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, (laughs) one of the best game franchises ever. Oh, man. I I bet there's a lot of people who would disagree, but I'm kind of up there with you. I totally wear my nostalgia lenses when when I play this and I research this, but holy crap. I forgot how much I loved... Tony Hawk Pro Skater, especially the it first al- one. It also holds up. It does. I mean, it's not just a nostalgic thing. Like I, I mean, I, I, anybody who questions that, I would, I would recommend plugging it in and getting a few rounds down at the hangar, and uh, you know, for all yep, time yep. sake, or the school. Oh, the school. Okay, okay. Yeah. So let's get into it then. We have to. What was your first exposure to the game, and how old were you? I can't play, peg my age. I guess quick math would solve that, but like that's you know, I spent my whole youth playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater and not doing math, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fuck math um, and fuck the government. But uh, no, I my my uncle introduced me to so much cool shit when I was a kid, like uh, Mortal Kombat and and skateboarding in general, and uh, and then this Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So I, I got to watch from a distance for a while. I didn't have my own PlayStation for quite okay. a while, and I was green with envy man how about you oh man so i was definitely 10 years old because i think that this came out in 99 so i was definitely 10 years old but my first exposure to Tony Hawk pro skater was i don't know if you remember it but the pizza hut playstation demo that you got like whenever you visited Holy shit. pizza hut <laughs> wait was that what what system was that for playstation did they do one for uh no they couldn't do it because the the only uh, no it was just playstation they only did it for two years and it was just playstation but a demo for the original uh level and tony hawk pro skater was on that did you have to get like a personal pizza to to um no what? no purchase required buddy no purchase required Holy shit dude that's good 90s stuff right there and it blew me away. Like, just that first level blew me away. But I'll have to admit that I really sucked yeah. at it. What, what, wait, 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 wait. You walk in a Pizza Hut, and somebody says, here you go. Here's a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater video game. And you didn't even order anything? You don't have to. That, that's the thing. You can watch the commercials. No purchases required. Yo, the economy was so good back then. That they could, not, they, could, yes. they could just give you CDs of with video games on them? For wow. no purchase required. Yep. 
That's the late doesn't 90s that, for you, man. Doesn't that seem like foreign these days, you know? It really does. <laughs> well, how, I, so you said you weren't very good. I mean, can you la- – like how, how not good are we talking here? Were you a dweeb or what? I was a dweeb. Like I totally mm. felt like a poser playing that mm. game because <laughs> I could never land tricks properly. It took me a really long time to understand the controls because – it was brand new, you know? It, yeah. Noth- I played nothing like it before. I used to play, like, I think it was called Cool Borders. That was literally literally a linear game where you just had to, like, race to the end and maybe collect a few things. But it was what never... was Cool Borders again? Cool Borders was, like, a, a combination of, like, four different extreme sports. Oh, fuck. Because uh, so, uh, I remember, uh, man, maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. But, yeah, you're right. This was a totally different thing. Um, it's the first of its kind, and that's why... It was so successful and people were so excited about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just very innovative and it really gave a, a platform for the skateboarding community because all of my skateboarder friends would get together to play the only copy that we had in our group. <laughs> and in fact, we used to rent the copy out to people for actual money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait, wait. So how much money were you charging for a rental? $5 a weekend. <laughs> Wow. Wait, but that kind of blows because then you can't play it over the weekend. It's okay. I don't mind because most of the time I would just go over to my buddy's place. Uh, like I would bring you him over to my buddy's place. You were just wrecking like a dweeb in the game anyway. Yeah, you didn't even want, You were like, I'm just going to wreck and crash. I'll just rent it out for $5 a weekend. <laughs> Fuck off. And then I'll use that no, $5 to go really to pizza. I ended up really good at that game. So, so whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. So $5 a weekend. Did you have late fees? We did not have late fees. So this is the situation. I had the only copy among my friends because we only – I lived in a very small town. So we only had Walmart to buy video games at. And they didn't have it at our Walmart. You had to drive 30 minutes to the next Walmart to get a copy of it. And for a good month or so, we were – I was the only person in my, my group of friends that owned it. And I used to go to my friend's place to spend the night and whoever had a PlayStation, I would bring it over there. And then whenever I left, I'd be like, okay, you can borrow it from Saturday, Sunday, but I want it back at school on Monday. And uh, it kind of started with my friends like, can I just please borrow it? I'll pay you. I'm like, oh, okay. How much you got? Here's a $5 um, bill. So that's kind of where it started. But I would usually get it back by the beginning of the week at school. So did you it have wasn't any, gone for uh, too long. Did you have any people trying to uh, pull bullshit on you or anything? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Oh, oh I, I totally forgot, forgot it. it today. Or they would yeah. bring the case and be like, oh, man, the game's not in there. <laughs> How convenient, you fucking asshole. How hey, convenient. I, I've got, dude, I've got a, um, a Mortal Kombat VHS that's not of the movie, and it's not of, like, the cartoon. It's something else that's, like, really bad PlayStation 1 graphics. Maybe you I know, remember maybe that. Yes, okay, yes. I lent that out to a friend uh, in in like fourth grade and i i'm still salty about it to this day <laughs> every single day he was like oh my something else it was like something else bro um yeah and i never got it back and i and like i fucking still remember it and i'm gonna find a way to get even one day you should you should look him up do you know where he's living now yeah i think he's in the <laughs> army or something so oh I'll, okay i'll, just, I'll okay. go uh i'll go do a a big giant crime or against the government or something. That's how I'll, I'll get back to him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Nate. <laughs> um, when you guys had your Tony Hawk sleepovers, are you playing this game all night? Oh yeah, we would pull all niners. Like yeah. we would probably pass the controller whenever we beat a level, 
Um, but most of the time, I would have two two controllers for my PlayStation, or I would bring my controller to my buddy's place. So that's what I loved about the first and second one is that the multiplayer games had the best ones, like Horse or just mm. Free Skate. Like, it, so we'd be playing all night. I think my favorite to play with friends always was um, uh, I I don't know what the name of it would have been, but it's like you know just the the version where you're skating at the same time and whoever has the the most the biggest score at the oh, end points. is the winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, just the most basic way. You're just trying to grind and shred as many combos as you can for like the entire time. Man, it's yeah. wasted a lot. Has it wasted <laughs> a lot of time? But like you know, <laughs> fucking a man. Like, yeah, that was the worst when like the timer is about to go up and you're manualing trying to do another trick just to beat your friend just by a few points. And yeah. you just bail, <laughs> like no. Or if you 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 have like a combo that's been going on for fifteen minutes, and then you yes. beef it, and you lose all that time. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! That's the worst. Actually, we um, I think it was like I don't I don't know when they started it, but uh, you can plug your PS2. You know, this is obviously later down the line, but you can plug your PS2 into your landline and get some sort of limited internet connection on it, and you could play. So very early online Tony Hawk's wow. Skater. Yeah, I don't remember and, that. Yeah, and we were uh, we were shredding on that really late. And actually, I would um, this is this is fucking ridiculous. But we would uh, we were yet like young and dumb, and we were uh, snorting pixie sticks to to keep the energy <laughs> to stay, to stay awake to play Tony Hawk like an extra hour. That is hilarious. <laughs> um, what what system did you have before? You said uh, oh yeah, so yeah, PlayStation mostly. And uh, yeah. for the longest time, it was only released on PlayStation or Dreamcast. So all my buddies who had N64s that talked shit on PlayStation for years and like talked shit on me because I only had a PlayStation was finally upset <laughs> that they didn't yeah. have a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I'm surprised. that That's funny. That's a funny thing you say because like the N64 had this almost like – not cultish following, but it was like they they really did good with their marketing. Where every kid in school was like, "That's the cool system to have." Yes, there wasn't yeah, yeah. that many games for N sixty four though. Like I mean, PS one had a major oh, fucking man. library. Yeah, especially could, when it first came out, that had a huge library with the release. I remember owning like the first gen of like the Croc and Crash Bandicoot and like just so many great titles and i i honestly thought they were more fun than the n64 that's just me i i just felt like the 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 library for n64 was short i mean the games they had were a lot of fun like goldeneye put a lot of hours into that and super mario 64 like all these great games but the library felt really limited compared to the playstation i felt like i can go to you know, easy video, and I did every fucking Friday and pick out a new <laughs> random PlayStation One game that I've never heard of, and and just spend and a few hours on it. Could be great, or it could be just the, the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> right, because because video game tech, tech in general, but video game tech especially at this time, like wasn't perfect. So you could get like a straight up lemon. You could go, you know, this game was fucking horrible. Um, but you know, with these days, it's a little bit better, and and you have a better chance of getting like at least something that's minorly playable if you if you're playing like a current gen system yeah what's your favorite tony hawk level bryce in in any game if we're if we're gonna go with the first one i want i want to have to say that the mall or the school levels were probably my favorite um especially 
the school because you get to start on like the top of that little hanger thing that leads into like the picnic tables and stuff. And I, I used to think that map was massive. Yeah, yeah. But really, it wasn't it's that funny. big. <laughs> it's funny how that changed. Yeah, like that seemed like, wow, I could skate this whole thing. And then, it's, you know, va- games evolved, especially games in this franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out that was a tiny ass map. But that actually gave me like nostalgia chills when you were describing the school. I haven't really thought about the school <laughs> level of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater in a while. Um, what, but what about you, man? Oh, my personal favorite was always the hangar in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. It was like that, that oh, old... Yes airplane factory um now that incredible. level was huge <laughs> it's huge and i think there was a part like if i'm remembering correctly you can you can grind across a certain part of the board and it knocks down a wall and makes like yes, a whole nother section available area. yes that is fucking cool man you yes, can see it, it all and then you do the right like 50 50 grind and you've unlocked like 10 different ramps Oh, yeah, and they get to grind the blades of the helicopter, and the helicopter yeah. takes off. Oh, oh, and I think it opens up another secret area. <laughs> you know, it, it says something, you know, when you're playing a game and you're grinding across the blades of a helicopter, and then in real life you could barely do an ollie. Yes. You know, <laughs> how's that supposed to make you feel? Stan- a standard static ollie. Yeah, I can't even yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, since we're on the topic of favorite things, uh, did you have like a favorite skater that you chose in all the games or a specific I ones remember, for each game? Yeah, I, I, it was funny. I've, I never, uh, even this is called Tony Hawk, I never <laughs> would pick Tony Hawk. And I don't think like Me anybody either. usually would. I think that like people like, Sorry, that was, like Tony the, Hawk. That was like the nerd choice, weirdly enough. Yeah. It kind of was, yeah. Um, it's kind of like wearing uh, your favorite band's t shirt to their concert. That's it's exactly weird. what it's like. Yeah. Right. And maybe that's why nobody ever did it. I don't know anybody who picked Tony Hawk. Um, Me neither. My, my choice was usually uh, Chad Muska. Uh, oh, yes. Shorties. Just, well, because he had a great, like, thug sort of way about him. Like, he had, you know. He dressed sort of like he was from the hood, which I, I liked. Yeah. I really appreciated it. I thought that was cool. I felt represented and stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. I was just coming off a hood phase, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. The baggy Jinko jeans. Yeah. This game actually lines up perfectly with, like, just a year ago, I was trying to, like, listen to as much Tupac as possible. And <laughs> and then this came out. You're came out, and I was like, vibes. This, yeah. So, so I saw Muska, and I was like, that's me. I'm Muska. Basketball <laughs> jersey. Muska. <laughs> white guy with a do-rag that's me right that's who I a total am. asshole yeah yeah but the thing is i don't think there were any technical advantages to any of the characters they, they all skated exactly the same some of them skated uh some, goofy I mean, and they some had, skated uh, regular. special moves you had special moves that you can type in uh, but that was pretty much it i think my favorite uh for the first one was jeff rawling of course and uh, for the rest of the franchise, I had to be Rodney Mullen. Yeah, once Ugh. I figured out who he was in real life, then he became like my skater. You know, a legend, a god. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking <laughs> iconic. Um, Especially when they had those secret tapes. And they used to like do highlight reels of each like uh, skater. This is especially oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Pro Skater Two, um, but they had the coolest ones until I came across Rodney Mullen, and it just blew my mind what he could do. He was doing that all like that old technical shit, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, he did. He was one of the first ones. I think he was the one that created the ollie, or officially called it the ollie, or something. Like he's iconic. He he's very iconic, and actually, like I always heard this growing up, and this was pre-internet, so like you never knew what was real and what was 
a rumor, like a lunchroom rumor, but like uh, I had always heard that his skills came to him because he spent a lot of time in uh, a rural area and there was a big giant stump of a tree that was cut down and he would just put his board on that. And practice and all these that crazy standstill tricks. Area to yeah, do yeah. To, and to learn different tricks, and uh, that's who I wanted to be. Like I was kind of a poser skater then, and I really wanted to just be like do ground tricks. But doing like ground tricks like that was was pretty amazing. But uh, to kind of go off of that, kind of piggyback off of that, I loved how NeverSoft used all of the memory of the game. Like, especially in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, where they had all that unlockable content, like the secret tapes that were holding, as I said before, the skater reels. And um, not only that, but they had, like, unlockable characters, unlockable maps. They use every inch of memory on that game. And it's it's pretty cool that it actually it it ran well because a lot of times you would yeah. think they they loaded it up and it, and it runs like shit and you could feel it but they loaded it up like you said there were some killer fucking unlockable characters who were some of your favorites do you remember? <laughs> well, we can't go without mentioning Officer Dick because I think oh, he's in all of man. them. <laughs> oh, that's right. That didn't it, like t- fill me in. Remind me of Officer Dick. I can't like it's right there. It's, it's So, you can unlock Officer Dick after a certain point of the game and it's just this big fat guy in a uh, police officer outfit. He was a fat guy. And, oh, yeah. um, All right. Yes, yeah. And like he wasn't anything special. I think he had a couple tricks where one was like presume the position yeah. where like your hands and uh, your feet all go back behind your body. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, Officer Dick, I think he's in all of them, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 had the best one. Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. My absolute oh. favorite. I, I would just like that game. I could play as Spider-Man just on free skate, unlimited time, just oh, for hours too. and hours and hours. I mean, especially I don't know, when a- you turned on the cheat for like perfect balance. Ugh, oh yeah. <laughs> you can go for hours. Spider-Man was great. Uh, they also, that was in Tony Hawk two and by Tony Hawk yes. three that you can unlock Darth Maul. Um, yep. Because the Phantom Menace that should came line out. Up in your, yeah. That should line up time-wise in your head. Phantom Menace had just come out. Um, yep. By Tony Hawk Underground, they had Gene Simmons, which was pretty fucking yes. whack, but whatever. <laughs> That's up for you to decide. Um, by Tony Hawk 4, they had Django Fett, so that, again, lines back oh, up. Oh, yeah. If you're somebody like me who can figure out, you know, if, if knowing what Star Wars movie was most recent helps you figure out where you were <laughs> on the calendar, then yeah, that's that's where we were. Um, Tony Hawk 3, they had the guy from Doom. Oh, yeah, the main um, character from Doom, yep. Well, I don't know if back then, I mean, who knows now canonically if that character has a name in the series. I know I th- the series I'm pretty sure he going. does. But in, in Tony it. Hawk, it was just like Doom guy. Yes. Um, and oh, but Tony you Hawk can't forget, un- you yeah, can't I, forget the most iconic for yeah. the entire franchise. For Tony Hawk Underground 2, there was... Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> yes, Shrek was an unlockable character. <laughs> Tony Hawk Underground 2. You thought you had it good with Spider-Man, and then you got Tony mm-hmm. Hawk 2, and it was Shrek, and he was to scale. Uh, it was perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe we can maybe we can get a little Shrek soundboard going on here. Uh, there we go. Shrek. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But do you... Okay, I have a little antidote for you. Sure. Uh, do you remember Private Carrera? He, oh. She was an unlockable character. I think you had to have the cheat code for that one. This is this uh, this was something that 
I always saw forever was just sort of like a, a, a recess rumor, you know, like I didn't know if this no, was real or not. It was real. So it's real. And it's pretty much just a porn star. But they kept saying that, well, they got in trouble, first of all, because she's on like this really kind of skimpy outfit and stuff. And she had really sexual names. And her description was like, I'll ride for hours for you, baby, or something, which, which, something which, ridiculous like which that. Game, which game was this? <laughs> this is for the first, second, third, and yeah, it was the first three. I'm she pretty sure it was the first three. three. Yeah, so apparently it's uh, this non-porn star, porn star character was uh, based off the porn star Asia Carrera, mm. which I, I'm not familiar with. Uh, but they, no, yeah, uh, I'm gonna Google it, but not. I'm just, I'm gonna Google it just to for like research. I'm not gonna, right? Uh-huh, I'm not gonna spend uh-huh. a lot of time on it or anything. But I just want to. Sure, it won't take you very long. I just want to spend some time <laughs> on it here because it's important to what we're talking about here. Okay, so, okay, fair okay. enough. But but yeah, you're right. It was it was a rumor for a long time during recess, and uh, you know you had to scour the internet for internet codes and stuff. You can't just go on Google and type in. Uh, the, and the first thing would pop up would be the cheat codes. You had to dig for that kind of stuff back yeah, in the day. Yeah. So, so you can confirm this. This was the real deal. Yes, I can attest to it now. It took me probably a good six months to find the right code, and it was like from a friend of a friend that wrote it down on a piece of paper that's been in that guy's pocket for for weeks until it got to me. <laughs> but but it worked. We finally unlocked. The non-porn star, porn star, private career. <laughs> this, uh, do you remember, th- that's actually, it's, it lines up so perfectly with one mm-hmm. of the uh, Tony Hawk ripoff games, which was BMX Triple X. Do you remember that game? <laughs> BMXXX, yes. Yeah, BMXXX. <laughs> Rated M for mature. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was just so dumb. It was like uh, it was a BMX game in the style of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but you played as like a scantily clad woman, as a woman, yes. and... Um, you would like to uh, play through the game to win points, so you could unlock clips of of like not. Na- it's a PlayStation Two game, so it's not going to be like yeah. naked. So they or never really like got that. naked. I think they're like yeah. dancing a little bit. But that lines up with like like. Do you remember uh, uh, Dead or Alive? They did like it was like this great fighting yes, game, the and then like beach part, ball. you know, whatever was Dead or Alive volleyed beach ball. It's like yes, man. They okay, really here, like. Here's here's a little uh, side note that's kind of funny. Do you remember the backyard wrestling game yeah. for the PS2? <laughs> I put a lot of hours into that game too, and because it, it was by like ICP. Yes, it had and I'm all pretty ICP sure it was the same the company that did BMXXX because you had a lot of like unlockable uh, tapes and stuff during the backyard wrestling that was pretty similar to the videos that you got for BMXXX. <laughs> Man, now that's a cool company to work for. They've got yes. babes, BMX bikes, insane clown posse, dirty backyards, and guns, and nerf, nerf for guns. nothing. <laughs> what? Oh my god! I didn't know that that company was the same one. Hopefully, man, I, I'm going to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's the same company. It would make sense if it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great company to be. Holy shit. Okay, um, I'm done with that anecdote. Back to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> do you remember uh, custom skate parks in, in 2 and 3? Oh my god, yes. Yes, that's what I was saying about uh, they, they're using the entire space of memory. Um, they had everything you could ever want. And I loved the build-your-own skate parks, especially in 2. 
I felt like there was a lot you can work with, and we would spend hours on hours on it, um, uh, and then would save it to your memory card, and you could bring that memory card to your buddy's PlayStation and plug it in, and what was cool is that you could transfer one to the other. So we had like oh. copies of our friends' created skate parks, and you could do almost anything with them. They were so cool. They, they kept that up, and then by like Underground, I think it was, um, you can not only create a level, but you could assign these non, non-playable characters to hang around the level. Yes. And get missions that. from them and stuff, and you would come up with your own missions and your own... Yes! Like, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's when Damn. that was like... I got I kind of want to go that. back and just create a whole new game with that. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Because, uh, like, and it got, like, really extreme. Some of the missions, um, you could make them, you know, not even in a skateboard. You could have them driving a car. So, like, I really? had these missions, like, <laughs> you know, I would give the guy dialogue that you have to, like, murder somebody or something like that. Oh <laughs> you know, I took the game to a weird place. You know, when when prompted, oh, hey, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. You're right. And that's when you plug be- you plug it in, you play a Spider-Man. You learn that whole lesson over again from the top. <laughs> but big head mode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of big head mode, um, yeah. do you remember, because uh, there, there was this ripoff that looked like it was permanently in big head mode. It was called uh, Razor Freestyle Scooter. Oh my god, yes. I think that came out in like 2001 or it was, something. Yeah, it was, a, it was a PlayStation 1 game. And it was in the stylings of it was it was trying to be in the stylings of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, mm-hmm. but they, they obviously like whatever studio they couldn't really pull together to make the same quality game happen. So all the characters were like really cartoony with giant heads, and <laughs> they tried to sort of keep up like that soundtrack. But I guess they could only afford uh, you know like four or five songs, which actually br- brings us to that one point of Tony Hawk. Which is like oh, how man. fucking iconic the soundtrack was, man. You're um, you're absolutely right, especially the first one. Uh, I mean, the first one did not have as many tracks as the rest of the franchise did, but just those like thirteen or fourteen tracks were killer, man. They were yeah. so good. There there are some bands that I discovered through the Tony Hawk franchise that I still listen to to this day. Me too. Um, and, and like you know, it's just kind of weird to think about, but it's uh, it it really was impactful, and it was actually one of the first early early instances with real music in a game. You know, prior to Grand Theft yeah. Auto and stuff, even the first uh, 3D Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Three, they had like mostly fake music. Um, I know it was all kind of like parody or made up music. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think this is one of the first games that really offered. Uh, an alternative soundtrack and i mean you're right yeah there's still bands that i'm obsessed with today like like the vandals mm-hmm. or uh, primus was on there mm-hmm. and of course you can't go without saying here i am doing everything <laughs> i can that's the best one uh superman man. i love oh. goldfinger goldfinger dead kennedy's was in there man oh yes it, it, yeah, it yeah. introduced a whole uh ge- um generation of kids who maybe had no exposure exposure to this kind of music to the genre um mm-hmm. you know so i took a waste from that i mean I, there was a swedish punk band called melancholy that i discovered through there that oh, i oh yeah I, I still and, and they to. continued to to add uh, so much to their soundtracks with each game like they i really love how diverse the soundtracks actually got with each game like including different genres like hip-hop um, yeah. some gangster rap uh, a lot more skull and punk. 
uh, heavy metal and even like some new metal that uh, Alien Ant Farm song. <laughs> Here, I'm going to rap a song and then you okay. tell me if it was in any of the Tony Hawk sequels. Oh man, okay, go ahead. Because I actually, I think it was, but I could be tripping. It's important to practice good hygiene if you want to yes. roll with my team. I'm about to get into some shit that I've seen. This dude's breath so stank it melts your ice cream. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you got to brush your teeth or something like that. You better wash your ass. Yes, I think that was in the second one. Yeah, I mean, that introduced me to Del the Funky Homo Sapien, who's actually uh, Ice Cube's cousin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he's a really great But he was also, rabbi. like, in, in Gorillas for a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. He, he featured in a few tracks, I think, of them. Okay, do you want to uh, get a little true crimey with our podcast here? Oh, yeah, that's all the rage, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you remember there was a code in the very first Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, that would put a black and white photo of a woman on the screen? Like, it, it did nothing else. It just put a photo of a black and white photo of a woman on the screen was it during gameplay or would just show an image during gameplay wow no i don't remember that okay so like i would try to figure out do some research of like who it was or what the code actually did and uh on the forums way back in the day because you had to dig through forums to get answers this was before yahoo um there was a rumor in the forums that this woman went missing and supposedly killed uh, or murdered by one of the programmers or developers, or at least one of the developers knew about oh. about this person going missing or something. Like something yeah. really weird. I think yeah. somebody was trying to build a conspiracy um, along with this. But there's also other things that are debunking it, saying that, like, that looks like Tony Hawk's then-wife, which she kind of does. Okay. So, but I don't know. All right. Any, all right. Anyway, so you uh, once you beat the game and you go through all the credits... Um, uh, the, uh, some of the credits they actually give like a thank you or something if you scroll down and find Ryan McCann's he gives a special thanks to Linda T stating I said I would put you in the game somehow Whoa. which is very strange yeah so do we know who she is? no we still don't know to this day and I, even I did a little research before this podcast to see if maybe there's been more development in it and people are still saying the same thing. That's either Tony Hawk's wife, a uh, d- the developer's um, like then girlfriend or something, or an actual missing woman. I <laughs> I don't know, man. I I love the missing woman uh, speculation because me too. I like it's, that. It's angle. so uh, <laughs> it's so like of the oh did you? It's it's just like Mikey. You know that Mikey died, the kid from the cereal oh, commercial. Yeah, you know it's, or it's there's just like a ghost that. and like, three men and a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's true. I've seen it. There is a ghost in that. It's not a ghost. <laughs> I've seen it, though, bro. I know a ghost. Okay, I trust that I, that you saw it. Let's take our detective hats off of here and these jackets. I'm done with this. All right, all right, bullshit. all right. It's too hot for the <laughs> it's jackets. It's too hot for that right now. <laughs> now, I, there was a lot, like, this game was obviously super successful, so anything we've talked about in the past that's successful, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, blah, blah, blah. There's always ripoffs and oh, people yes. that try to ride the coattail. So I just wanted to go through a list that I made of some of the Tony Hawk adjacent <laughs> games, Tony Hawk ripoff games. I love you can tell it. me if you have any memory of them. Okay, and, definitely. Uh, if if you like them, actually, we'll do it this way. We'll give it the Smash or Pass scale. Oh, I like this. Which is okay, if you liked it, you smash, and if you don't like it, you we pass. pass. Okay. okay, okay. Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. I don't remember this one. Yeah, so this was basically straight up Tony Hawk ripoff, except um, more colorful levels, and you could play as uh, obviously Disney characters. You play as Buzz Lightyear. Oh, that's fun. Um, 
Yeah, some other things. It seems fun, but it's going to be a hard pass. Okay. It was very janky, and I was definitely surprised to see a studio like Disney put their name on something <laughs> that was as janky and wonky. It, it felt a lot like, uh, remember that really hard-to-play Rugrats game for PlayStation 1? Yes, but I beat that yeah. game. I can't, You did? It took a long time, but yes, it was parts where it got very janky and the camera I, was all messed I up. I have nightmares about that game. Like, Dude, it just me looked too. so scary. Especially like, like the, the, level. the Toy Store level. That got crazy. But oh, it, Mark's mother, Mother's Bog does a great job on that soundtrack. You get to listen to the soundtrack. It's so good. Yeah, he's always good. Okay, what's the next one? All right, next record. There was Matt Hoffman Pro BMX. Do you remember that at all? Smash. Smash. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was enjoyable. Smash. Yeah, yeah. But what about the game that I can't tell the difference with, Dave Mira Pro BMX? See, I don't remember that one at all. I remember playing... But you do remember... Uh, Matt Hoffman, uh, yes. Matt Hoffman. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah. Dave Marrera. Was that more for like... Dave Mira. Mira. Was that more for um, uh, GameCube or something? No, it was PlayStation. Um, okay. But it was just, I mean, I, I, I never got into the BMX games. I always felt like they were crappier knockoffs. And I was yeah. into skateboarding at the time. So, all right. We talked a little bit about this Razor Freestyle Scooter. Do you remember this game at all? <laughs> pass. You're going to pass on this? It was so hard to control. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to, uh, I should say pass because it's not technically good, but I'm going to smash because... I think I got it as an Easter gift uh, from my parents, <laughs> and I have a lot of fond memories of playing it. And I, 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 okay. do, res- I do respect effort. Um, so I, I think they tried really hard. True. I mean, true. you know, if somebody paid you and I a lot of money to make a scooter game, we'd we'd be like, all right, we we got to figure this out, right? You know, even though we have no yeah, experience, we'd probably be proud with the end result. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'll give I'm, it gonna to you. I'm gonna give them that. Uh, there's also a game called the Grind Session. I feel like I slightly remember this because yeah. I think I'm. Did it come out before or after Tony Hawk? This came out after everything that I'm going to name here came out after because it 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 uh, it was trying to coattail, you know, ride the coattail. I gotcha. Um, I think I remember it. It was kind of similar, yeah. But it was like I felt like it was like the the off brand version of Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater because they didn't have any like real uh, famous skaters on it. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely, like, I remember, uh, seeing it in easy video and I was hyped on Tony Hawk and I was like, Oh, you know, this is a, an alternative. I'll try this one. And it just felt like a way worse version. Basically it felt like if Tony Hawk is Mountain Dew, it felt like Mountain Lightning. Yeah. That's what I was kind of saying. It was kind of the off brand. Yeah. It's like the great, great value version of Tony Hawk. There you go. (laughs) But do you remember the Simpson? skateboarding game yes i do <laughs> that yeah. i would smash yeah just because of the nostalgia like, yeah I, I don't remember if it was actually a good game or not but it kind of reminded me of like the crazy taxi yeah simpsons version, yeah yeah actually oh, so what was that called um, road rage road rage yes yeah the, i a lot of those games um the simpsons games road rage and simpsons skateboarding and stuff they aren't technically good games and they're hard to control and hard to play and mm-hmm. and kind of like broken i remember uh was watching my wife through play through um uh road rage not too long ago and you would just the characters would just freeze in place and just start repeating parts of the sentence that they were trying to say. Dang. Like you were getting a mission from Bart and, and he just for like 15 minutes, he'd just be like, Homer, 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 Homer. He just gets stuck. So they were always like broken and kind of shitty. But um, 
you're right. For nostalgia factor, that gets a smash. Okay, good. And finally, uh-huh. uh, it's not the last one, but it's the last one I wrote down. BMX Triple X, BMX XXX, <laughs> the very horny bike game. Man, I, I'll smash it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to just because of the ingenuity. Like it, it's so. Yes surface level like it's like all right they like this game so what can we do let's make a horny game yeah you know they're nerds make game, they want to play it all but it works like you know it does work as a as an adult you look back on it and you go like oh, that's such a cheap cash grab for like young teenage boys who mm-hmm. like would get excited by that idea but like hey dude it fucking works i know a whole generation of dudes who like i didn't see for six months because fucking <laughs> because dead or alive beach volleyball came out Yes. And I yep. was like, you... Okay, so we had a Blockbuster. And do you remember in, uh, in Blockbusters way back in the day, they used to have, like, those pre-played games that you could buy? Yeah. And, like, usually, like, if it was a good title, it took a while to get there. But the BMX XXX instantly went to the pre-used <laughs> games for $10 and, and that was stayed in... there for, like, two years. I'm surprised the Blockbuster kept that in stock because they tried to keep, you know, very clean and stuff like that. I know. I was surprised, too. <laughs> and actually, um, oh, I'll give you a little fact. Well, it's, it's actually not current anymore. I looked this up the other day. But I think it's number three. The third highest budgeted adult film ever made uh, is... How do you do? You have an idea how much it costs? No. All right. Uh, it's about one point five million dollars to make, um, and it's called Pirates XXX. And <laughs> when did it come out? Um, this was like towards, a, you know, this was before, you know, the end of DVDs, basically. Okay. Okay. Um, so that that should put it out for you. I, I can't peg the year, but they spend a million dollars and. There are uh, CGI skeleton armies, <laughs> wow. and they're on a big pirate ship, and there's fog, and everybody has uh, these costumes on. Like, it's all it's like a real film, except so. Did they... this come out after like Pirates of the Caribbean, like around that time? Yeah, yeah, probably it was a bit after that. Okay, it, okay. It, it, it wasn't this is making more sense. It wasn't bluntly a Pirates of the Caribbean like parody, adult parody. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't, you know. Anyway, the reason why I bring that up is because they actually put so much money into this adult film that some places didn't know it was an adult film. Wow. And they just stocked it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and I actually saw a copy at Blockbuster on the adventure um, <laughs> section. Was it rated? And, like, did they just have it, like, unrated or something? Yeah, I guess. Wow. Uh, because it was there. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> do you imagine being the kid who like convinces his dad to get uh, hey dad I want to get this pirates movie it looks and so good just these people are just balling out oh, <laughs> in the middle man that is hey wild. how was that pirate movie you rented it was pretty good but there was a lot of full penetration I was surprised <laughs> by <laughs> there were skeletons with boners it was weird yeah yeah so. Um, I, it doesn't surprise me that you would run into a copy of BMX Triple X in Blockbuster because um, it, it, for it, there was no, I don't think there was any actual um, nudity. Uh, how do I word it? Nudity. There's, there's yeah. no like actual nudity. I think the uh, the the avatars, the characters, never went topless. I mean, 
They did, but there was like a black sensor bar. Yes. There would be like a black sensor bar moving like it was jackass. I mean, that sort of all ties into this too, like <laughs> jackass and blah, blah, blah. You know, like you know the vibe when you Man, talk about Tony I mean, Hawk's we Pro could Skater. definitely go into the Tony Hawk Pro Skater adjacent trends of that time. Oh, easily. I mean, yeah, you had like jackass, Viva La Bam, uh, Tech yeah. Decks, do you remember Tech Decks? Dude, I I I live for Tech Decks, man. <laughs> um, actually, like one of my best friends, that I'm still in touch with the the how I met him was like freshman year of high school. He was wall riding up the up the, <laughs> the hallway with the Tech Deck, and I was just like, I think that's gonna be somebody I'm gonna be friends with for the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> you were spot on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, Tech Decks were great. I remember also like around this era when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater got popular. Skateboarding in general got popular, yes. and um, a lot of people who had no experience skateboarding were suddenly really interested in the in the idea of it. And you know, there was a company called CCS that would uh, yes. sell skateboard uh, pieces, and you could buy everything. So, do you remember? Like, I'm sure you were subscribed to the CCS uh, catalog. Yeah, because it was bit. free. You just go online, yeah. and they send you one every month, and like. Kid, I remember that was like such a big trend. Kids carrying the CCS magazines yes, around school, even while like, they were skating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids in school would be like circling all the trucks and wheels that they want, and seventy-five uh-huh. percent of them are not actually ever going to buy it. No. They're just like, this company sent me a free, you know, fucking brochure, and I'm just going to walk around with it. Um, it was amazing. It was a Bible back in the day. It was. That I was like. I miss that. <laughs> Even to this day, I kind of miss that. I, I always had one in my pocket. There's a big, giant, fat pair of Jinkos with a CCS magazine in the back <laughs> Still pocket. Still stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere in, in the in the folds of time. Yeah, um, dude. But I, I found skateboarding in general got pretty popular. It really around, did. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Did you ever? You said you skated a little bit? Yeah, so I definitely started skating right before uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out. And, like, that mm. game kind of solidified my love for the sport. And, like, for a good three summers, I was dedicated to it. And then I found girls. And I just – in a band. I learned how to play <laughs> drums. So I kind of just stopped the whole skateboarding yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. majority of my skating like group continued to skate. And one of my best friends who I'm still in contact with will bring his board out and still kind of skate – Every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, it, it took a whole life for me, honestly. Like, if it, it's funny, all the episodes we've done in the past uh, of the of the Bogus cast, like, anything we talk about where there starts to be a weird blanking of my memory, a lot of that has to do with skateboarding because <laughs> yes. um, I, I knew, like, you, all, you could see, like, between the year 2000 and 2007, I have, like, a seven-year window where, like, I haven't seen any movies from that era. I haven't seen any TV from that era. Like, literally, I don't know anything from Because you were focused on skateboarding. I was. For those, like, seven years, that's all I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was kind of, I, I, you know, in hindsight, I wouldn't say it was from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but it was. You know, I would avoid saying that, but it definitely had something to do it with it. It definitely helped push it. Yeah, because it increased the popularity with it. And I remember, I can't, I don't know, maybe 2003 or four. It just felt like the whole world was trying to skateboard around me. And I don't know if that's specific to where I live here in New Jersey, but... I don't think so. That's how it was in my very small town in Missouri. Oh, wow. So okay. I, I, think it was, I think it was everywhere. And everybody tried or kept up with it, but I'm pretty right. sure it was everywhere. There was like a year or two where everyone tried and then like a bunch of people realized, like, hey, this is fucking hard and I keep yeah. getting hurt. And they dropped out, and then they and then the the people that stayed a bit longer, which was me, 
And then the there's another dropout point, which is like the people who realized, oh, well, I, I like this a lot, but I'm never going to be a pro or anything. Yeah. And then they, they start, and that's kind of where I was. Mm-hmm. I got, I got pretty good, but I got to a point where I was like, I'm good, but like, nobody's going to pay me to do this. Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I remember all of my friends trying to get sponsored and stuff. We all, we would, yeah, yeah, yeah. We would all make like videos and then we'd go home and edit them and then send them to like Baker and Zero or. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many like crappy DVDRs they have that they just like yes, threw right in the trash as soon as they came stack. into the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of wish I still had those. I know. I actually, I have. A few on VHS. I have because I I have a I had a VC uh, VHS camera that I recorded a lot of skateboarding with, and I have all oh, of those. Nice. All the digital stuff is lost, and actually that kind of pans into the whole bogus ideology, which is like the analog has survived and everything digital is dead. Yes, that that's very true. So the the, the bad thing about that is when I was using the VC uh, VHS camera to record. I wasn't particularly good. I was just starting. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got pretty good, I was using the digital camera and all the digital files are gone. So the only evidence is like where I was just starting and really crappy. <laughs> so I feel like we really covered all the areas, at least briefly, about the franchise itself. Do you think there's anything else that we can add to this? There's always going to be a lot. I mean, we, we like... This is a, a franchise that's been going on... That went on for about 20 years. I mean, yeah. we didn't get to talk about... Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam for Nintendo Wii. <laughs> I'm kind of glad uh, we didn't know. get to that. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's no way you can talk about um, a 20-year franchise and do it complete justice. So That's true. Uh, so how about this? We just leave it open to the listeners. If you yeah. remember something or catch something that we didn't cover, drop us a line. Yeah, definitely. Whatever we miss, let us know because this was huge and I know it meant a lot to a lot of people. Uh, we obviously did this episode a little bit differently rather than doing tons and tons of research and breaking it down by the numbers in order. We just kind of talked about our personal memories with them. So, yeah. of course, we're going to miss a lot of stuff. So whatever we missed, you guys let us know. We'd love to hear it. And maybe we could talk about it on a, a follow-up episode, Listener Strike Back <laughs> or something like that, and tell there us how we stupid we are. Um, <laughs> but, man, this has been a blast. I, I love Tony Hawk. Well, uh, that, that pretty much wraps up the episode then. I, I, now I'm going to go see if I could boot up a ROM so I could play a Shrek or something like that. This is, <laughs> you know, I'm antsy. I'm antsy for I'm pretty it. sure I still have that game. But anyway, so yeah, that wraps up our episode then. If you want to learn more about Forever Bogus, you can uh, follow us on Instagram, forever underscore bogus, or on our Facebook. Just look up Forever Bogus in the search bar. Just search it. You know how to do it. You have yeah. the internet. Yeah. You've done it before. You've looked up your ex on Facebook. You could easily um, find this. I haven't done that. It's not interesting. No, I'm talking to the audience. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You've done <laughs> well, it. What about you, Jamie? You could find me uh, just floating in the ether uh, and in the eternal darkness, um, which actually would be a great Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Online username, X Eternal <laughs> Darkness X. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can only if you can upload your own face to your custom character. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> Fuck. All right, we definitely have to do a part two episode. Shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brain Exploder with two extra R's at the end, and you can find me on Instagram at Brain Exploder. And that's about it, man. Follow me. Follow the Bogus Cast, man. We're gonna be back. Well, until next time. Always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all stay. 
Bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. We got the host, Rash Shoemaker. Nothing like they both candy bars, any takers, and Arsenal of VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great. I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets. Yes, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P and P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail. Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you could bring me my mail. Eat count, shock your little you hoover order pale ales. You want doper than diamonds? I got my bling with sales. Thinking I'ma get by this block, but still a prevail. I got no rhymes for the VHS community. Got some lunch meat for you Nimrods. Rack game, speed jobs on that PT style. Right here is some good old taters. Back to back clamshells of the cave crusader. 